This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the Third Sunday of Lent Our reading from the book of Exodus Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. Leading the flock across the desert, he came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There an angel of the Lord appeared to Moses, in fire flaming out of a bush. As he looked on, he was surprised to see that the bush, though on fire, was not consumed. So Moses decided, I must go over to look at this remarkable sight and see why the bush is not burned. When the Lord saw him coming over to look at it more closely, God called out to him from the bush, Moses, Moses. He answered, Here I am. God said, Come no nearer. Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. I am the God of your fathers, he continued, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. But the Lord said, I have witnessed the affliction of my people in Egypt and have heard their cry of complaint against their slave drivers. So I know well what they are suffering. Therefore, I have come down to rescue them from the hands of the Egyptians and lead them out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Moses said to God, But when I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. If they ask me, what is his name? What am I to tell them? God replied, I am who am. Then he added, this is what you shall tell the Israelites. I am sent me to you. God spoke further to Moses. Thus shall you say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever. Thus am I to be remembered through all generations. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm The Lord is kind and merciful. The Lord is kind and merciful. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all my being, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. The Lord is kind and merciful. He pardons all your iniquities, heals all your ills. He redeems your life from destruction, crowns you with kindness and compassion. The Lord is kind and merciful. The Lord secures justice and the rights of all the oppressed. He has made known his his ways to Moses and his deeds to the children of Israel. The Lord is kind and merciful. Merciful and gracious is the Lord, slow to anger and abounding in kindness. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so surpassing is his kindness toward those who fear him. The Lord is kind and merciful. 
A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud, and all passed through the sea, and all of them were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. All ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank from a spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. Yet God was not pleased with most of them, for they were struck down in the desert. These things happened as examples for us, so that we might not desire evil things as they did. Do not grumble as some of them did, and suffered death by the destroyer. These things happened to them as an example, and they have been written down as a warning to us upon whom the end of the ages has come. Therefore, whoever thinks he is standing secure should take care not to fall. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Some people told Jesus about the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with the blood of their sacrifices. Jesus said to them in reply, Do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, they were greater sinners than all other Galileans? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will perish as they did. Or the eighteen people who were killed when the Tower of Siloam fell on them. Do you think they were more guilty than everyone else who lived in Jerusalem? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will perish as they did. And he told them this parable. There was once a person who had a fig tree planted in his orchard. And when he came in search of fruit on it but found none, he said to the gardener, For three years now I have come in search of fruit on this fig tree, but I have found none. So cut it down. Why should it exhaust the soil? He said to him in reply, Sir, leave it for this year also and I shall cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it. It may bear fruit in the future. If not, you can cut it down. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, we are here when the third Sunday of Lent, and before we get going with our readings, I want to mention that this coming Thursday, we are going to be celebrating the Annunciation of the Lord, and this is one of the most important feasts of the calendar, the church calendar year, and it's a celebration of the incarnation, the Word made flesh, when Jesus takes on flesh in the womb of Mary. And it was Mary's yes that made all of this possible. Mary had free will, and she was free to say, no, sorry, you know, that just sounds like it's something out of my area of expertise, way above my pay grade. But instead, she said, yes, a yes that came from a pure heart full of grace, a yes that has resounded through time and space and changed the trajectory of mankind, and set into motion the means by which the entire world would be redeemed. And in our readings today, we're going to talk about the condition of our hearts and how prepared we are for God's calling and how willing we are to say yes the way Mary did. Wow, that's that's a beautiful imagery that you give with that power, that enunciation. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Um, 
Let's go ahead and go into our first reading. This is from the book of Exodus. And the first line here is, Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law Jethro. So wait a second here. He's he's married then. And uh, so I thought it would be kind of fun to give a brief history of Moses and how he became married. I think that's a good yeah. idea. So obviously we know that the Egyptians began to fear the Israelites because they were becoming so numerous. The king of Egypt then declared that all newborn Hebrew boys were to be thrown into the Nile and drown. Moses, as the story goes, was placed in a wicker basket, was found, and became the son of the king's daughter. So he was raised with the benefits of royalty and the Egyptian culture and things like that. Now, if you might remember also, things got a little more difficult as an adult. He uh, then killed and hid an Egyptian soldier whom he saw kill a Hebrew slave. Right. The soldier's body was found and Moses was charged with the murder. Uh huh. So Moses then ran away to Midian and in the process, being at a well, rescued Jethro's seven daughters at the well from other shepherds. Mm-hmm. So Jethro's like, hey, thank you very much for doing that for my daughters. I think I'll give you one in marriage, Zipporah. So, right. <laughs> so, so that's how Moses became married. He did a, a, a charitable and chivalrous thing. And in, re- and, uh, in thanks, he gets a, gets a lady to marry. <laughs> so that's where we pick it up right here. <laughs> yes, yeah. And that, that's, that is a great, yeah, that's the background. And so there we have Moses, and he had found a simple life, you know, very different from the life you described growing up in the royal palace of Egypt. And that nomadic desert life, it was free from all the distractions of Egypt, you know, free from the pagan worship, free from the wealth, and free from all the power. And Moses was able to embrace his Israeli heritage and focus his worship on the one true God revealed through Abraham. So there he is, going about his daily duty, tending a flock of sheep, and it was there in the midst of an ordinary day that God called him. And God asked him to do the very thing that he was trying to avoid. God told Moses to return to Egypt and rescue the Israelites from slavery and lead them to the promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey. You know, Kevin, when God calls us, it's not always to do something that we're comfortable with. And it might be the last thing on earth we'd ever want to do. Sometimes he asks us to minister to the very person who's lied to us or cheated us, to the same person who's been cruel, unkind, and deceitful towards us. And sometimes he asks us to walk into the midst of our enemies and be a witness to the truth of the gospel. And if we're not prepared, you know, if we're too distracted by everything in this world, we might not hear God when he calls us. And when God calls us to duty, it probably won't be on the same grand scale of Moses' calling. But to those of us who are sent on a daily basis, those who are, that we are sent to, it can make a difference. In order to receive God's calling, we need to be ready. You know, we need to have hearts that are open and willing to respond. And this Lenten season is a great time to reflect on the condition of our hearts. We should be using this time to increase our prayer time, to become better disciplined through personal acts of sacrifice and take a spiritual inventory to find the areas in our lives that have become cluttered with bad habits and need to be changed so that when God calls us, we can respond the way Moses did. Here I am. Yes, and and you bring up something really important that, remember, God called Moses, Moses. It was God's initiative in calling Moses to become his servant. And like you're saying, we need to be able to be prepared to listen and to respond, don't we? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's really important to do that. And of course, we see from this uh, 
reading here, God says, Moses, remove the sandals for your, from your feet, for the place where you stand is on holy ground. He wants us to have detachment from earthly things. He reveals himself in order to save us, and then we realize our insignificance in front of God's presence. Mm-hmm. And then as the, the reading goes on, it says here that he's going to lead them out of that land into a good and spacious land, milk and honey, flowing with milk and honey. You might remember the first reading out of last week's was a promise to Abram. Yes. This then helps that that going into that land of milk and honey then fulfills that promise, that covenant he made to Abram last week in that second Sunday. And then finally, God reveals his name, I am, as you mentioned, a name without limits, a name that makes him present for all time, both past, present, and future. It's just mm-hmm. a beautiful reading. I, lo- I love this reading here. Yes, it is. We also see in the second reading, uh, a really beautiful reading as well from St. Paul to the Corinthians. And the thing I guess I want to pick up on was he, of course, brings back the history of the wandering in the desert. But then he says that here, yet God was not pleased with most of them for they were struck down in the desert. These things happened as examples for us. So I said, well, what things? (laughs) (laughs) So listen, and when you kind of read back in some of this history here, how the Israelite people broke the covenants, they complained about uh, no water three days after God parted the Red Sea. They um, hoarded the manna when God told them not to. Uh, they worshiped the golden calf. And they all complained these, about the manna yeah, That's too, right. right. They complained yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this stuff tastes terrible. Right. Um, We're all, tired of this. <laughs> right. <laughs> so all this thing, all this, all this grumbling and complaining, and, and it made me actually kind of think about um, I go to a, a Monday, Wednesday, Friday circuit class and uh, just because I have a desk job and I need to get up and do something active. And and the first rule that we've made in our circuit class is there's no whining in circuit. Uh, it kind of made me think about the same thing. It's like, wait a second, applying this to our faith, there, there's no whining in Catholicism, right? You have to not only embrace and enjoy the, uh, embrace the joy, but you also have to embrace the suffering here. Uh, but I think you've you've made a good point when we were preparing for this in the sense of it's more than just not it's more than just whining. This is like grumbling, like I'm actually going to turn away from God. Right, right, yeah. This is this is expressing my deep disappointment and or whatever my my, my selfishness. Right? Exactly, yeah. and so this was a really it highlights I think that grumbling was so deep that they were actually willing to turn away from God in this case, and that's yeah. something that's so important not to do to let God lead you through that desert. Yes, indeed. And with today's commentary, we just have a minute or two to talk about the gospel. I just want to sum it up in in that Jesus is the gardener who intervenes for us, and he wants to shower us with his grace and blessings to cultivate in our hearts a true repentance for sin and a firm purpose of amendment. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through moderndayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.